It's Personal Finance Monday. Tonight we discuss how much is enough to take care of loved ones should you die. Financial planner at Old Mutual Wealth, Francois Leroux, joins us on the line for this topic. Welcome to Money Talk, Francois. Thank you to me, son. Is there such a thing as enough money to take care of loved ones should one die? Yes, it's a difficult topic and definitely not one that's the top favorite on any agenda when it comes to financial planning because, mm. you know, nobody particularly likes to talk about death, but it is vitally important. You know, if you if you look at the wise words of Benjamin Franklin, who once said that the only two things certain in life were death and taxes, then um, <laughs> that gives us some guidance as to how important this is. It's inevitable that each of us will become the subject of, of a deceased estate. Um, it is a difficult question to answer um, because everybody is unique and everybody's need or whatever they want to provide for for loved ones, dependents and family post-death will obviously differ. Um, and uh, I think one needs to be realistic. But the good news is that if you get guidance from a, a, a qualified and a capable financial planner, mm-hmm. it is actually quite um doable to quantify the exact needs and if you arrive at a point where you see it's not realistic to cater for um, what you first intended to do then you can replan and adjust according to your means and um, and take it from there tell us what the role of an advisor would be in helping one choose a product or products that are suitable for their pocket okay right so the role of the advisor would be to follow uh, a, a fairly disciplined financial planning process. So typically a comprehensive financial planning process will start by looking at firstly your current financial position. So you need to draft a balance sheet to see exactly where you stand financially speaking. Then looking at risk planning and this links up to death and estate planning. Because for instance uh, a life policy in the form of providing additional life a life cover providing additional capital at death might be relevant uh, and an outcome of such a particular exercise. Um, then you can also look at retirement and investment planning and then also tax planning, which is particularly important for purposes of estate or death planning because obviously in a deceased estate tax also comes into play, play i.e. income tax, estate tax, etc. And then estate planning itself is a whole or could form a whole part of this comprehensive financial planning process. But here you specifically focus on um, things like drafting a will, creating a testamentary trust, etc. Mm-hmm. Okay, your question about the product, look, it's entirely up to the client at the end of the day to contract with, for instance, uh, a specific product provider offering him or her or them uh, a suitable solution. So that would really be the outcome of a financial planning process. What's important is to seek appropriate advice first, arrive at a point where you have absolute clarity of where you stand and then you can decide what you need and take it from there. That said, tell us about how policies or plans in this regard work. What are you putting in as a client and what are you expecting to get out? Okay. As a client, what you would want from this process is firstly to get assistance from a financial planner to draft a balance sheet. And that balance sheet will tell you what your current assets are. In other words, simply put everything you own at the moment. Then the financial planner will assist to record and identify all liabilities, and that is everything you owe. In other words, 
what you need to pay to others should you pass on today. Then, once you've got those figures, you can arrive at a point where you know exactly what your net assets will be or are at death, or, to put it differently, the capital available at death to work with. And then once you've got that clear picture, then uh, one can start planning to pay off debts in the estate. That would be things like um, short-term debt, could be an overdraft with a bank, credit card payments, etc., credit card debt, mm. um, and long-term debt, perhaps a mortgage. So once you've made the calculations with the help of a financial planner to, to, to get to the bottom of that, then you will know exactly what is the remaining capital in an estate, because that remaining capital will uh, will be required to service the needs of dependents. Vitally important. So that's uh, a quick rundown of typically what would be happening in a death financial needs analysis. Right. So, so, so a financial plan for a client focusing on, amongst other things, estate or death planning, will then follow this process, and the financial plan will document this. And it should present the client with a very clear and understandable picture of where such a person is today. Mm. And once you've got that, then, and only then, in my mind, can you really start looking at drafting a will? Because you need the picture first, you need to understand, and then you can really start drafting a vitally important legal document, a will, which is your final wish Mm -hmm. at or beyond death and which becomes a game plan based on your entire situation as it now lies, if that makes sense. It totally does. And my next question would be, these kind of options, are they only for those who have sustainable income or are well off, the middle class? And in that question I'm asking, are there options for those who have money to ensure that the basics are taken care of on a monthly basis? What options are out there for those who don't necessarily have too much Okay. There are options available. Um, Most banks would offer to draft wills um, done by their trust departments at either a nominal fee or even for free. Um, So certainly I think anybody who's holding a bank account at the bank Mm -hmm. could and should inquire with a bank, for instance, um, for assistance. Then also I'm a member of the Financial Planning Institute of South Africa, And as a certified financial planner, my professional governing body is uh, hosting a financial planning week each year where financial planners, professional financial planners, um, offer their help free of any charge. And that could be a a wonderful opportunity for somebody who's seeking advice to get some professional advice and also perhaps some assistance um, in terms of drafting a will. Regardless of your level of wealth, I think a will is a vitally important legal document and everybody should have a will. We are in conversation with financial planner at Old Mutual Wealth, Francois LaRue for Personal Finance Monday here on Money Talk with MoneyWeb on Radio 2000, talking about how much is enough money to take care of loved ones should you die. Let's talk about having multiple plans to ensure that there is enough in this regard. Okay, I think the most important thing is firstly to seek advice and to get good advice and to inform yourself really of where exactly you stand. I think that's the most important thing. Once you know what exactly your financial outlook is right now, 
And by the way, when we talk about death and estate planning, we always look at that from a present perspective. In other words, not nice to contemplate that, but it's basically we have to say it, it's, it's as if something might happen to you today. Mm. Um, whereas when we look at retirement planning, it's a future scenario that we build and we do long-term financial modeling based on a particular retirement age. Thank you so much for your input, Financial Plan at Old Mutual Wealth. Francois LaRue speaking to us for Personal Finance Monday, discussing how much is enough money to take care of loved ones should you die.